That was a beautiful track from Pamela Parker called Dream of Me. Pamela Parker is going to be performing at Peace in the Park tomorrow afternoon at 3.30 on the Bandshell stage in the Music Concourse of Golden Gate Park. 
and I hope you'll come out. Welcome to the Common Thread Collective here at MutinyRadio.fm, San Francisco. I'm Global Val, and um, the past couple weeks, we've been, well, a little concerned about our fearless leader, Diamond Dave Whitaker. Um, He has had a few health issues come up recently that have kept him away from the show. Um, The good news is that he is on the road to feeling better and uh, getting back to his own groovy self. Um, Unfortunately, he can't be here with us today. Not quite yet. But I'm sure that he'll be back with us in just a couple of weeks, uh, jiving and hand jiving and uh, spitting the love out into the planetary sphere. Um, But what Uh, The update I wanted to give everybody out there, because everyone who's listening to the show obviously loves Diamond Dave. Um, He is a beloved uh, figure to all of us here. Very special, very special person, a special San Franciscan, a special person on the planet um, who's done, who's connected so many people uh, to so many other folks and to uh, opportunities and artistic endeavors and, and political, you know, camaraderie and, uh, you know, you name it, musically, artistically, uh, Diamond Dave has done so much for other folks. So right now, um, kind of what's the most immediate need is that he's going to need a new place to live, (laughs) basically. Um, He's going to need a place that is safe and accessible so that someone can get in there and, uh, you know, give him give him some more individual care that he's going to need. Um, you know, he's always talking about his, his back, you know, he's, he's got some mobility issues these days. So basically, um, we are looking for a place for Diamond Dave to, um, not only recover, um, and kind of get on his feet again, so to speak, um, in the short term after, um, sometime looking looking towards that happening in the next couple weeks or so, uh, needing to move into a place. Um, that's the most immediate need. And then also some long-term solutions for his housing and his care uh, to make sure that uh, we keep him safe and bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Um, and so if you happen to know of a space or um, a person who has, you know, maybe a, a a first, you know, a ground floor apartment or an extra room, uh, somewhere where it might be, you know, f- safe and, and, and clean for Dave to live, uh, you can get in touch with me on Facebook and I will pass along that information to the folks who are attending to his affairs, so to speak. Um, on Facebook, you can find me as Val IB. That's it. V A L. I be, and um, uh, or or you could post things to send messages to the Common Thread Collective page here, on I mean on Facebook, um, and uh, yeah, we really want to get a place for Dave, um, some place where he can have you know a caretaker caregiver can come in and 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 uh, check on him at least a, you know a couple times a day. Uh, make sure he's getting his exercise and all of his all the things he needs. So that's the update. Um, and uh, like I said, he's he's feeling better. Um, and 
that's what's important. Uh, he's looking forward to his birthday party at Adobe Books in November. Um, I forget if it's the 11th or 12th. I think his birthday is the 12th. Um, whatever that Saturday is of that weekend in November, we'll have a big party for him at Adobe Books. Um, so he's looking forward to that. He, he knows that's happening. He's apparently promoting Peace in the Park uh, to all his visitors who come in. Um, so, you know, Dave, Dave's coming back. He's, he's, he's bouncing back, so to speak, um, from having a, a, a few issues that were, that were kind of keeping him down. So again, if you have any information, leads, ideas, uh, feel free to get in touch through Facebook and um, we'll pass along that information. But uh, we, we love Dave. And of course, um, we, we're sending out all, all the, good, the good feels and uh, that, that he deserves for a, a speedy bounce back. So I'm going to start the show as we like to do by playing his son, Ubi's song, Everything's Gonna Be All Right. All right. 
All right. That was Ubi Doobie Whitaker letting us know everything's going to be all right. Dave's going to be all right. Um, you know, it's it's uh, the, the peaks and valleys of life, right? It's the person, yeah, blood flowers like it's all perspective. Um, oh, there's Roman over there, we got Richard here. Um, yeah, our doors are open here at 2781 21st Street, San Francisco, California, 94116. We're at the corner of 21st and Florida Streets in the Mission District. It's a beautiful day. If you happen to be out and about and want to stop by, please do so. We're hanging out, we've got some cool art on the walls. That's going to be up for the next month or so from Ricky Watts. And um, yeah, good things. Good things here at Mutiny Radio. So what do you, th- what do you say, Blood Flower? Huh? What do you say? I'm making a preemptive peace strike. Oh, yeah? What is <laughs> a preemptive peace strike? I, at, I can't be at the park tomorrow, but I'm going to make a preemptive peace strike now for everybody and um, and to wish Diamond Dave a speedy recovery. Nice. From whatever's ailing him. Mm-hmm. We all set?
Thank you. That's some cool mandolin picking you got going on there, Bloodflower. <laughs> he is the cool guy. And, uh, and Bloodflower produced yet another fantastic Kasi Dot just last Sunday at Adobe Books. Um, Brother Spellbinder was the first Kasi Dot band to show up, and they were amazing. And we, <laughs> and we had a good old time with, for uh, James Ellis's birthday. So we had lots of poetry. We had uh, Jennifer Barone poetry with Daniel Hefez on uh, the, I think it's the Penny Whistle. What was this? It was some sort of really cool flute. Uh, this is where my, my musical knowledge um, shows its gaps. Once, yeah, once you jump up there, it's the, the, the silver mic is a good one. You know what? You know what happened? He told me the name of the instrument, but I forgot. Okay. <laughs> I got all the way up here to tell you that. Isn't that nice? <laughs> Thank you. I, <laughs> I do. I do appreciate it. Um, I appreciate Cassie Dot. I appreciate that you uh, put on Cassie Dot. Is it is it every month or is it quarterly? I always I lose track of time. You know no. Um, no in November, you know um, Adobe books a lot in November. Mm -hmm. So um, I don't know if I'm gonna. I'm kind of putting feelers out to see if we can do something like third week of November mm -hmm. at maybe up north, you know, at the at the Beat Museum maybe. So I was going to talk to someone there and see if we could set up a date there um, for November. October, perhaps, a map event. Then back to Casada in January. But in October, right, Robert Carr, who used to perform here, yeah, his band Time Cat is going to play October 15th at the next Adobe Casada. Oh, cool. That'll be the last Adobe one till January, I believe. Time Cat is Rob. Is Rob Time Co Cat, yes. <laughs> yes, looking forward to it. That's cool. So that'll be Kasi Dot in November at Adobe Books. That's, no, that's October. Oh, the, oh that's, that's October. October 15th, yeah. Holy moly, I got to put these dates in my calendar here. Yeah. All right. Hey, October I don't want to be the sad sack that misses out on that one. I know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just... Just to be forewarned, don't miss out. Very cool. Well, Kasi Dot has really uh, blossomed from the, the, the mind fountain of blood flower. I'm, I'm, I'm reaching here, reaching. That, that's, yeah, thanks. <laughs> that, well, what happened was that um, whenever I talk to musicians or, or writers or poets or performers, they'd be like, there's not enough spoken word, there's not enough open mind. So I said, all right, I'll, you know, I'll start one, a monthly one, you know, because, you know, what else do I have to do, right? But it turned out to be um, um, a pushback against the current administration. It wasn't planned to be that because no one knew 45 was going to win, right? So it turned out to be even more interesting than it was supposed to be and as long as the people at adobe are happy with it and the performers are happy then you know we'll keep it going right what else do we have to do right 
Right on. Champion spoken word music in the city and the mission. Sure, why not? I could, we can do that. We can do that. Thank you, Bloodflower. I'm with you, my friend. That's the word. That's what we do here at Mutiny Radio 2. And I'm really happy to be a part of it all. All these things. So many good things. You know, I remember uh, walking into my first poetry reading back at the Page Street Library, probably in 07, having never read poetry in public before. And I feel like I kind of instantly found a community that I never knew existed or um, had ever really... You know, the likes of which had never been seen before, uh, by myself anyway. And um, it's really great to be integrated into this poetic, artistic, music, musical community of San Francisco and the folks who are looking out for one another, looking out for communities, supporting the arts, and, um, and, and holding up a mirror, as artists do, uh, to the state of the world and hopefully shining some light. So... Thank you to everybody who does, you know, host open mics or puts on shows or, or even plays, you know, in the in the BART station. Whatever you're doing, uh, keep doing it. And I know that Richard Sanderell will have a few more words to say about that when he comes into the booth in a little bit. But um, you can come and enjoy and celebrate this this culture in San Francisco that's ongoing, um, but certainly has its roots um, in uh, the free-spiritedness of the 1960s Haight-Ashbury. We are in the ex- celebrating the 50th anniversary of the infamous <laughs> cultural shift called the Summer of Love. Um, and uh, so come on out to Golden Gate Park tomorrow for Peace in the Park, sf.org. You can find information there. The music concourse there between the, uh, the DeYoung Museum and the California Academy of Sciences. And uh, there will be opportunities to connect with one another. Uh, Peace in the Park is kind of a growing festival movement that started here in San Francisco. And it has expanded to New York, New York, Miami, Florida, Amsterdam, and Trinidad. Um, so it's, it's kind of in response to the United Nations International Day of Peace, which happens every September 21st. Um, the theme of... UN Peace Day this year is together um, and trying to uh, engage people and um, activate people to support migrants, refugees, um, everyone who has been displaced and, and moved around. There's a huge human migration happening right now. Millions of people leaving their homes, their homelands, trying to find refuge, find a new life, a place to settle. And um, here in you know, uh, the Common Thread Collective, of course, our, our hearts and minds and doors are open, but a lot of these folks are meeting, um, you know, getting the door slammed in their faces or, or worse, uh, getting exploited. Um, and this is, these are, these are the, the things that we have to deal with in our time. And um, so as we come together to celebrate and to activate peace within ourselves, within our communities, we also need to have that activism as, as part of that um, to support uh, people who are, you know, on the move and uh, looking for a place to be. And also the people and organizations who are actively helping these, helping this, um, these, these fellow human beings. 
So I'm going to play a little more music here, and then we'll be back in a couple minutes um, with um, whatever happens next, which is what's beautiful about the Common Thread Collective, because we're never quite sure what's going to happen next. But more people are showing up, so that's a good sign. I'm going to play some more Pamela Parker, because she's going to be playing at Peace in the Park tomorrow at 2.30. Don't miss it. Pamela Parker's Fantastic Machine.
That was the incredible Pamela Parker, a multi-instrumentalist and vocalist. And she has actually been, um, she's had some number one hits and like number one band status up in uh, British Columbia, up in Vancouver. They love Pamela Parker in Vancouver and everyone here should too. Um, so that's one of the bands uh, and group of artists who are going to be performing tomorrow at Peace in the Park. Um, and it, and uh, so I'm going to be featuring throughout today's program uh, the different bands who are going to be playing. So um, that was the that was some Pamela Parker, and uh, we'll just have to stick around to see what happens next. But right now we've got our friend, the library lady, who's come in. Um, just I know that's kind of a weird mic stand there, but uh, lean in at you and say hello. Hi, um, good to be here. And um, at, since I love music and I love Golden Gate Park, um, I'm looking forward to the rest of your show and hearing all the great stuff that'll be there tomorrow. <laughs> And, um, and the band shell is amazing. It really is. It doesn't matter hot or cold, sunny, windy. It's just a beautiful place all year round. It, um, I think it's those trees. Yeah. They're, they look ancient, the trees in the band shell. Anyhow, I have a couple of short announcements about stuff coming up at the library and... Um, I think I'll start with the fact that the library will once again be supporting and promoting the information resources we have that tie into your immigration and um, passport needs, all of you, as we wait for what's going to happen next. We're all crossing our fingers. The president may get so busy with North Korea, he might forget all about the rest of those things that he's aiming at us every day. Um, so there's a website called sfcitizenship.org. They've been putting on um, programs with City College. Uh, that was earlier this month. And I'm sorry for the fumbling. Yes, it's sfcitizenship.org. And they have been working with an initiative called the San Francisco Pathways to Citizenship Initiative. It's a collaborative of the following organizations. Um, SF Help, oh, excuse me, Self-Help for the Elderly, Asian Pacific Islander Legal Outreach, Catholic Charities, La Raza Community Resource Center, International Institute of the Bay Area, um, the City and County of San Francisco, and um, thank you to City and County of San Francisco for supporting all of this and putting up as much information as possible on the city website. There's also um, the San Francisco Foundation, the Human Services Agency of San Francisco, and um, the Office of Civic Engagement and Immigrant Affairs. And um, check out the library website for more resources, sfpl.org. We've got a bunch of programs coming up in October and November. And um, as we get closer, I'll bring a flyer for those. And um, 
The fifth floor of the main library is open every day. That is our government documents and information center. Um, that's a great place to stop by when you need um, information about what's going on um, and um, immigration information. You can probably get um, exam books or just, and at the Mission Library also, but since the main library is a GovDocs um, federal depository, they will also be up to date on all the legislation whether it's in amendments or draft form or executive orders. Most of what's been going on lately is executive orders and they can even tell you if the executive order has been stayed like the um, most of the travel ban because of um, lawsuits. So that is a great resource, our Gov Information Center Main Library, fifth floor. Open every day, 415-557-4400, and just ask for the Government Information Center. That is a fantastic resource. That's something I did not know about. Do you, can you give the phone number again? Yes, um, you call the main library, which is 415-557-4400, and you can ask for the Government Information Department or you can just drop by fifth floor of the main library at Civic Center, which um, for those of you who haven't been down there yet, it's across that giant plaza from City Hall, and it's at uh, Larkin and Grove. Oh, yeah, Larkin, Grove, and Hyde. Between Larkin and Hyde on Grove Street, and um, it's near the Civic Center BART station also. So um, it, we've used it a lot. They also have an information desk right there at the entrance to the library, first floor. And um, they're actually the desk that answers the phone when you call our information services department. They also can answer some questions for you, whether you're calling up to find out if the library owns materials or um, where the nearest law library is, or maybe you just need directions somewhere, our um, information services department. So you actually get a real person when you call the library. So um, that's a, I think that's a good start. Um, and a couple quick announcements about some fun events coming up um, at Mission and around the library. Our Viva Latino Hispanic Heritage Month. It's Viva is a series of great programs and resources. You know, it's um, to celebrate Independence Day in Mexico and all around Latin America independence from um, Spanish colonization or and um, later on um, after World War One just um, independence from um, colonial or um, imperial domination of all kinds oh. so um, on that note, Viva, coming up at Mission Branch, we have folk music 
for children and families with Jose Luis Orozco. He's very well known around the Bay Area and here in the Mission. That'll be at 11 o'clock. Children's Department at Mission Library, 300 Bartlett, Bartlett at 24th. We open at 10 tomorrow, and he will start at 11. And um, it's a great way of celebrating his musical heritage and his um, traditions with the library. We own a lot of his CDs. He did this wonderful, well, a few wonderful books with his lyrics. They're in English and Spanish. And those of you who have been at Storytime over the years, you know that um, we like singing some of his songs. One of the favorites is um, Deditos, you know, Five Little Fingers, and um, many other favorites. So some of you grown-ups who have kids drop on by. Um, he hasn't been there in quite a while, so we're happy to have him. And w what's his name again? Jose Luis Orozco, O-R-O-Z-C-O. And uh, maybe we can find some of his music out there on the web today. Yeah, good idea. And then also celebrating the um, tradition of art and art history. We have a screen print workshop by Calixto Robles that will be in the afternoon. Um, you probably need to call to sign up. The Mission Library phone number, 415-355-2800. Many of you will recognize his artwork around the mission. He's been working with Mission Cultural Center for a while now. I don't know how many years, but as soon as I saw uh, the flyer, I recognized his artwork. Calixto, C-A-L-I-X-T-O, and um, his last name is Robles. If you can't meet with him tomorrow at Mission Library, um, maybe you will see him at Mission Cultural Center. And I just want to thank Mission Cultural Center for all they do, including the rededication of their 40-year-old mural out on Mission Street, close to 25th and Mission. Um, it's still there, and many of you will remember that also. So um, just a few announcements. You can look for the booklet of the Viva series. That's on our website. Um, if you get on Twitter and type in Viva SFPL with a hashtag, you'll find it. Or on our main website again, sfpl.org. These programs run through mid-October, and um, most of our branches are holding uh, great programs this year, um, including one more special program that has to do with the mission. September 30th, you can come down to the main library and watch a movie. It's called Otro Barrio. The Other Barrio, a film by Dante Bateo. That's going to be Saturday, September 30th, 3 o'clock at the Main Library, lower level, Coret Auditorium. Auditorium. It, it seats 500 people. So um, if you get there on time, you'll probably be okay. And um, the screening will be followed by a question-answer session with the film producer and our former poet laureate, 
Alejandro Murguia, who, as you know, recently handed over his title to the new lady, Kim Shuck, who can be spotted in the mission. Thank you, Richard. And um, mostly at Adobe Books, but all around town. And um, we're excited for her. But also, um, this should be a great program. Um, according to the blurb, it's a kind of a film noir tale, a forced neighborhood metamorphosis, as though the story were ripped from the headlines. And that's a quote from the Chronicles, Leah Garchik. Anyway, maybe she'll be there. Um, great. Uh, you can call the main library again. Oh, this number, 557-4277, to get more information about that program. If they don't answer, just call that other number, 557-4400. Again, that's at 3 o'clock next Saturday, September 30th. El otro barrio, the other barrio. And um, the film producer, Lou de, Mateo, de, Lou de Mateus, and our former poet laureate, Alejandro Murguia. Anyway, Val, I think that's all I've got for right now. Looking forward to hearing some more great music. Thank you. Thank you, library lady. And that was that was a, a wealth of information. And thank you. I'm so glad that you're part of our show because you really kind of bring everything back to the public library, the public services that we have here. And we're so fortunate to have. And I was at the library last week for the um, inauguration of Kim Shuck as Poet Laureate. And I did my civic duty and paid my library fines. So Woo! <laughs> so, and I got I got my card again and renewed that, and I've got it in my in my wallet. And I like to quote Diamond Dave on this one because one of the things he's he loves to say is, "I'm never poor," and I, it's a stretch. Of, he's a poet, but it's kind of a stretch of a rhyme. I'm never poor and I'm never bored so long as I have my library card. <laughs> That's Diamond Dave. Thank you, Dave. We miss you. We want you back. And I hope you are in good spirits wherever you may be today. Yeah, indeed. I, I, you know, I tried to give him a call to see if he could maybe call in to the show today. But uh, in, uh, in, uh, who knows? You know, Dave doesn't always have his phone working. Well, knowing Dave, um, people are dropping in on him. Quite and, possibly. But you know, and hopefully... Um, but you know, they'll maybe I, some of them will drop by here and give us I, an update. I actually see the phone ringing, so I'm gonna play some music and answer that. Let's see what happens. Lawrence Galileo couldn't find an artifact of accident or design. Maybe I can find me some time. Maybe I can buy me some Chalcedony crystals for superstition And purple cure to help sustain the fire Faith when I'm losing my religion Maybe I can buy me some time You can know the chords and still not hear the strumming Turn back the clock and see what's coming. Is 
sit the echo of footsteps or sounds of distant drumming. Approaching weather, changing of the tides. Still no sleep in three days running. So I won't get left behind. Trying to complete this new world order. Race across the digital divide. Get a ticket, pay the fine. Maybe I can buy me some time. Maybe I can buy me some fossil fuel to go the extra mile. Another chance to see you smile. Maybe I can buy me some time. Maybe I can buy me some time. Maybe I can buy me some time.
So we still luckily have the library lady with us and she brought one of the flyers from Kim Shuck's uh, Poet Laureate inauguration celebration and it has on the other side one of Kim Shuck's poems. So um, Allison. Yeah um, I brought this along because like I said Kim can be spotted in the mission and but this poem is about um, it's almost our sister city North Beat. And um, it's called On Columbus. On Columbus, wind and thick fog blow in, suckle in the heat of the day, their sticky fingers curl my hair, damp at the neck, behind the ear, leaving it a trap for words, old words. Floating past the museum, past strippers, cafes, past the bookstore, the bars, new words, dinner plans, stuffed animals, taxis. <laughs> Dizzied to imagine the tongues, teeth, and lips owned by these words, breathe, breath, in many cases, stopped what poets always die of, but later at home with my tarnished silver backed brush, I tease words from fog damp hair, toss them back. Thank you. A great homage to North Beach. Nice. From Kim Shuck, our new poet laureate, and, um, hopefully to be spotted here soon at Mutiny Radio. Thank you, Val. Thank you, Allison, library lady. Um, that, was, that was great. Thank you for reading that Kim Shuck poem. And uh, yeah, she's going to be doing a lot of events throughout her tenure as the Poet Laureate. She's the seventh Poet Laureate of San Francisco, and um, she's very much community-oriented, and she already hosts the Gears Turning Poetry series that was at Modern Times, now is at Adobe Books, and um, yeah, it's really exciting. I was able to go to the inauguration, and that was a night for poetry here in San Francisco. It, the, the Corette Auditorium was packed like I've never seen it before. And then half the people went across town to North Beach because Tongo Ison Martin is um, was just recently published by City Lights Bookstore in the Pocket Poet series. So um, two hometown poets make good. That was an exciting night for the poetry community of San Francisco um, with Kim Shuck's inauguration and Tongo Ison Martin's book release. Um, the 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 whole. Um, the whole space of City Lights Bookstore was packed. They had to put up a little post-it that said, we are at capacity. Um, I had to step outside because it was so crowded and hot. and um, But I could hear from the outside. So it was pretty cool. Uh, Wonderful, and um, I'm also here just to thank Mutiny Radio because whenever I come over with just flyers or one of my weird poems um, or other people's poems, um, they will... Um, open the mic for that every Friday, three to six, um, Common Thread Collective. And um, you can often find a musician who will play with you if you're a poet and you want to drop by. Anyway, thank you, Val, um, every Friday. 
Awesome. Thank you. We need a librarian around here to keep us keep us on track here. <laughs> Richard, you're gonna have to get a microphone for your for your peanut gallery because I I want to hear what you say. I value your commentary, but I can't really hear what you're saying out there. <laughs> It's a mixed nuts, as she says. It's not just a peanut gallery. It's a mixed nuts gallery. Um, because this is nothing short of variety here on the Common Thread Collective. Um, so um, speaking of the the services put out by the, being organized by the library, um, sfcitizenship.org and the sfpl.org uh, websites um, for more inform the information resources for immigration and passport needs. Um, so thank you for reminding us about that. Um, we are going to have a few, speaking of, um, you know, immigration and, and um, sanctuary, uh, one of the speakers who's going to be speaking at Peace Day tomorrow in the morning time, kind of, I think, at around... Um, I need to know these things. Uh, at, yeah, around 11.45 till about 12.15, we're going to have a couple of speakers, and one of them is going to be Malia Cohen, who is the District 10 supervisor for the southeast portion of San Francisco, which includes Potrero Hill, uh, Visitation Valley, Sunnydale, um, uh, Bayview Hunters Point, Excelsior, um, Silver Terrace, and um, she has been very vocal uh, defending San Francisco as a sanctuary city in these, um, you know, in these times where Washington D.C. likes to, uh, you know, flail uh, and and balk at the idea of sanctuary. So Malia Cohen will be there uh, to to um, to say a few words tomorrow at Peace in the Park, and also. As I as promised, I'm going to keep playing some music of folks who are going to be playing tomorrow in Golden Gate Park, and I'm going to play you some music from Cat Delic. Um, Ron Cat Spearman is the lead of Cat Delic, and Cat um, Delic was voted in 2016 by the SF Bay Guardian Best of the Bay Best Band in San Francisco, um, and they're super funky, and uh, they've they've got a cool crew coming down to play in the park. Uh, you can usually catch them at the Boom Boom Room. It's one of their local spots that they play at. But they've also headlined at Earth Day SF. They've played at High Sierra Music Festival. They've toured extensively. Ron Cat is their Grammy-winning um, songwriter and, um, and is authorized to play the funk. So here's a song called Dance on the Mothership that they made a few years ago. And I, I, disclaimer, um, I'm in this music video. You know, maybe I can turn off the other music before I start to play a new one. But, uh, you know, this is how we roll at Mutiny Radio. Things, things happen in their own good time. So let me, let me make, make things work here, which doesn't happen automatically every time. So that was some more Pamela Parker I just had run, running in the background. But here is Cat Delic. Do this. 
to the Common Thread Collective here on MutinyRadio.fm San Francisco. It's September 22nd, 2017. And uh, it's the equinox, right? Is this the first day of autumn? Um, but as Bloodflower said, feels like summer. Um, so I want to play a video. And yes, this is the radio, but it is... Uh, narrated by our friend Lucid, who's down in Houston and with the um, Altruist Relief crew, altruistrelief.org. And they're going around and feeding people in in places that uh, other relief services have failed to address or get to and are feeding people while they try to rebuild their homes um, after Hurricane Harvey and the and the, the floods that came with that. Um, you should definitely check out Lucid's um, YouTube channel called Lucid Lorax. That's L-U-C-I-D-L-O-R-A-X. Um, so here's one of the videos. This is Hurricane Harvey Response Altruist Relief Kitchen. Relief project demonstrated its capacity to cook 100 gallons of food in just over an hour, a month ago, at the National Rainbow Gathering in Oregon. It demonstrated its capacity to move that food quickly and efficiently through the woods and serve it out to up to 3,500 people. Last year, we responded to the Standing Rock Reservation, where we delivered seven teepees and set up a large-scale kitchen inside of one of the largest teepees in the world. And one year ago, almost exactly to the day, we responded to the large-scale flooding in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, where we partnered with Organic Valley and FFRE to provide a large amount of food for the community for almost two months. We've all seen that the monstrously large aid organizations like the Red Cross are a black hole for donations. In the case of Haiti, they raised half a billion dollars and did literally zero with it. Global Relief is a revolutionary new design for a small, dynamic aid organization in the sense that it blends rapid efficiency with radical transparency. It's a small, dynamic organization able to respond into areas very quickly without the bureaucracy and the overhead of other large organizations. It's able to mobilize a volunteer base very quickly and work efficiently 
but it is also able to be radically transparent in the sense of showing you exactly what we're doing step by step through the use of these videos and showing you dollar by dollar what we're spending our money on by matching donations with receipts directly so that if you donate $20, you can see what it's doing. You can see how it was spent. The Global Relief Project wants to offer you a way of participating directly in helping those people affected by climate change through providing food and fresh water and basic emergency services, but also in providing education about how the climate was destabilized in the first place and ways that we can each individually participate in remedying the situation. Please donate to the ongoing operations on the ground of the Global Relief Project as we respond to this catastrophic hurricane hitting Texas at paypal.me slash lucidlorax or click the link in the description. For more information about volunteer opportunities or how to get involved, contact me at lucidlorax at gmail.com. We're getting props from Richard Sanderell on, on Lucid Lorax. And, um, just sitting here in the studio here. we got Kevin showed up today. Welcome yeah. back. Good to see you. We're getting all geared up for tomorrow. Geared up. Tell us what's happening tomorrow for you, because you're going to be playing at Peace in the Park. For me, personally, I'm going to be at the park at 7 o'clock to unload seven o'clock in the morning to do some truck unloading and then at 11 o'clock we're gonna strike up the uh, open mic live stream so uh, I'll be playing a few songs there and uh, hopefully some of uh, some of the other humans will play some music and uh, and then uh, I go on to the main stage with the third Thursday band at 225 and uh, then again with the closing open mic session at 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. and then we're gonna break it all down. We're gonna we're gonna go um, busking maybe. I don't know, or maybe just go to sleep. But that's <laughs> what's going on with me. Right on. Thanks for volunteering your time to come in early and stay late because that's a it's a it's a it's a big thing, but we we're lucky we have a lot of volunteers who have uh, who have uh, jumped in. I'll tell you what, it's not all vol volunteer effort. They're they are paying me for a couple hours. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. Good. Oh, nice. Yeah, they were talking about that. They're like, yeah, because it's hard to get people to volunteer to do those those hours. So, yeah. and you're already performing and hosting things, so um, that's good. You should be paid for your work. Feels good. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Good stuff. Yeah, there's um yeah, I got a group of students from the English school that I that I teach at. So, a little international crew is going to be out there to volunteer um and uh, they're excited about it too. I think some of them are going to help work at the art wall and the information booth and maybe even a couple of stagehands. So, we'll see. Looking forward to getting to know them. Yeah, yeah. I like that Peace in the Park is an international festival. Um, the Brahma Kumaris World Spiritual 
found organization. Um, a lot of uh, folks from India who, um, you know, are, you know, I, I've been to India and it is literally and figuratively and pretty much in every way you can imagine the other side of the world. Um, and there's like this whole weird, like kind of buzz because there's so many people like you're never alone in India but at the same time it's like kind of a kind of like a controlled or like a calm chaos so you can kind of really just kind of be and like learn how to be really calm even though you're surrounded by like thousands of people at any given time you just kind of like and it's kind of a practice in in trust too you just kind of like kind of flowing through the world and so I think that it's really cool that that spirit and like people from that part of the world um, are here in San Francisco in the Bay Area and have have put on this event for the past four years and of course this year as well um, to kind of give people an opportunity to unplug unwind um, but of course we're also going to be jamming pretty hard on the stage too <laughs> Um, yeah, you were, I heard you come, or when I was coming in, I, I heard you talking about uh, the uh, the lineup for some of for some of the uh, show, yeah. and uh, and I've been meaning to look through that myself uh, as I've been asked to live stream uh, some of the events of the day besides the open mic aspect of it. So maybe now would be a good time to to see how viable a, a route might be for live streaming like which who who we might be able to uh, check out that um, is an excellent point and an excellent question so let's see i've got i've got some extras here so i can hand you some of these some of these schedules um here is the main stage schedule cool and here is um the lineup of events at all the different uh, tents and, and, and zones throughout the day. So you can keep that. You can have that, that copy. Excellent. I appreciate you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a talks tent. Uh, they're all go there's speakers all day. Um, Jay uh, Chidagam, who is from the Barma Kumaris, is one of the main organizers of Peace in the Park. He's done TEDx talks as well. And he's giving a talk at 1130 called Finding Your Purpose in Life. That's, that's, pretty, that's pretty ambitious. Um, Evan Hirsch um, is talking from Seoul. Adam Hirschfelder from the California Historical Society. Uh, Doug Stiles from the Huckleberry Youth Program, uh, which started back in the 60s um, to help uh, runaway youth who were coming up coming to San Francisco and uh, needing a safe place to be, Huckleberry House. Um, Kip Baldwin's talking. Michael Pritchard, um, who's a well-known speaker. The Merry Pranksters are having a panel discussion. Um, Elson Haas, Dr. Elson Haas. Uh, Ann Cohen, who is going to be talking about... Um, the San Francisco Oracle underground newspaper from the, from the 60s, um, and also the legacy of her husband, Alan Cohen, who was a, also a, a, involved in the human being. Uh, Bruce Lipton, Richard Becker, Linda Dallaire. So lots of speakers, and that's just the speaker tent. But there's yoga all day. Um, you're going to be doing the open mics in the workshops tent, yeah? I believe so. Yeah. 
cool. Mazin's got a lot going on in that in that tent. There's going to be um, Biodanza Expressive Dance Workshop, um, Empathic Listening Workshop, Holotropic Breathing. I want to I want to know what some of these things are. Self care and communication, and looks like the dances of universal peace. That must be wind song, and the trio cambio. There will be tai chi all day. Oh, jeez. Right. So 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 it's about getting in the flow. Yeah, it's a good thing we asked this question. Like, what route I should take? Because there's definitely enough things going on that there's going to be an, a route needing to be planned out. If I'm going to catch anything. Uh, on the live stream that is uh, uh, coherent, you know, because I don't want I don't I don't want to be, uh, be so uh, excited like I naturally am and just run around and <laughs> and be everywhere. You want to kind of allow the viewer to tune in. So maybe maybe uh, I'll, I'll I'll get a plan going as to who I'm going to go see in which tents at what times. Otherwise, maybe someday we can all just be there with our own live streaming capabilities and. Make sure that whoever is not able to be there is able to catch any moment they uh, so please. That's really cool. How can people tune into your live stream? Oh, well, uh, you could look up Kevbot. Uh, well, shoot. Yes, Kevbot on YouTube. And uh, as soon as the uh, 11 o'clock hour rolls around uh, if you're able to locate the the channel with a guy picking his nose in the picture then you should be able to find a live stream uh, that that's all about that's about all the uh, info I can give you for locating the channel at this moment though <laughs> right on so YouTube Kevbot yeah right on and what are you calling these live streams uh, well, every single live stream has its own special name mm-hmm and uh, like decipher or yeah well i changing I, uh, it up maybe i am kind of trying to change it up because uh i won't pin you down to yeah, a name so thank you i appreciate that very much <laughs> but kevbot I, I i do believe that you'll be able to to find the channel just searching that on youtube and then 11 o'clock in the morning tomorrow we should be uh showing some audio visualization very cool very cool Doing, doing the good work of spreading the word, but through video, which is, which is, which is even more. Spreading the vision. Spreading the vision. There you go. Very cool. Television. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is the vision. Word. Um, yeah, it's going to be a big day tomorrow, but it's going to be a really good day. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about it. Uh, Code Pink is going to have a photo booth. There's going to be a bunch of community nonprofit organizations there to give you information about what they're up to. Um, there is what else? So many things. There's a bookshop tent. Um, so some of the authors and speakers and artists who will be there, um, you can buy some of the things in the bookshop. Uh, apparently, there's some hula hooping happening. What? Yeah, hula hooping in the in the workshop zone. So it's in your zone. And all sorts of things, I don't even know. Um, But we do want to emphasize that you can also, this is an all-ages event. There's a huge area for children's arts and crafts, and there's also children's theater. So there's going to be a magician at 1 o'clock. There's going to be... 
poetry and song in the kids' tents, musical storytelling, tie, oh, tie-dye teach, t-shirt workshop Ooh. for the kids. I, I, think you could, I think you can get into that. Yeah, um, bring a couple of shirts or something. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, if you have a couple of shirts, I think they'll have some there, but... Yeah, uh, you know that you know those white T-shirts that you have that you've spilled things on. You can't wear them anymore. anymore. Yep. Take them to the tie-dye tent. Perfect occasion. Um, there'll be a balloon artist, face painting, paper flowers. What is Bl- a virtue scope? I don't know what a virtue scope is. I've been trying to figure that out. <laughs> also, a virtue wheel. Yeah, I I don't know, but that's something that the Brahma Kumaris are bringing. So. Um, we're going to experience some new things at this festival. That's right. All right. That's right. Peaceinthepark.sf.org. But not even half of what's going to be there is actually on the website. But uh, you got to come and, and find out. Um, let's see. I see we've got... I'll tell you what. I'll play a little more music, and then we'll uh, figure out what's going to happen next. You are listening to the Common Thread Collective here at MutinyRadio.fm, San Francisco, and uh, you can come be a part of this too sometime. Please. Who lead and who follow to bring power back to the peaceful and the things worth fighting for. Broken. Some are better unspoken. 
Like a wave on the ocean that never hits the shore One after another No time to recover Look around and discover What's growing on the floor You're kept in faith But how do you begin? outside looking in Pundits and politicians Division and deceit 1% stays out ahead The truth is obsolete You listen to the Common Thread Collective here, Mutiny Radio. That was some more music from Courage 
Courage Lost Coast. Um, really cool folk singer. And in the studio joining us now is Jack Mellander and Richard Sanderell, who've come to share some of their poetic works with us here today, as you are all invited to do. How you doing today, Jack? Fine, thanks. Nice to see you. Nice to see you, Cabal. Got a few uh, poems there for us. Yeah. Um, this this one's called uh, that's My Profession. Um, that's fine. The poet, barely inside legitimacy to begin with, envied the career paths laid out so inevitably for many majors, graduates, MBAs, actuarial wizards. The poet ace test, yet working student, therefore canceled his credentials educational value by fighting a riot cop, but losing and getting caught. The poet's black sheepskin has relevance now to nothing other than poetry, and his career path as master of English has become a matter of simple creativity, of eternity's inspirations. We see here the vocation of poetry as inevitable as mundane computer science. Mm. Yes, as mundane as. This, um, let's see, what are you sliding, America, under the rug in all these jails? When the wound of the Native American flute made from the wing bone of the American eagle in scorpionic tenderness sweeps its platonic pinions through the pine forests of night, the air is cleaned of echoes from any martial fife or police whistle. From battles going way back, the cop assailant sighs, the deserter wipes a tear. Oh, myself, I'm not that bad. Cop to plea every chance I had. But arid pacifists grin in relief. And when that flute's music is accompanied by bongos of seduction now everywhere. I wonder, America, who once welcomed fugitives of all lands, when will you figure out how to forgive the fugitives at home? This is called Black Sheep Kids. What becomes of the black sheep kids who don't dream daddy's dream? What do war protesters do when the veterans parade? Where do high school lovers go, those who don't watch basketball? What befalls the intransigent, who can't buy the party lines? What's team spirit, civic pride to those who know how leaders lied? What becomes of the black sheep kids who don't dream daddy's dream? Oh. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, They're all good, but I really, I really like that one. Got, got a couple more. Is that a yeah, okay. we, this we've is got time Black Box. Before. Uh, a basilisk is a dragon that could kill by a look or a breath from mythology, and an otolisk is a female concubine in a harem. And amnestic means uh, pertaining to amnesia. Enchanted into fighting basilisk, amnestic now of all before we stare inside the summer. Easy women frisking lithe about a basalt obelisk a hundred paces past our shadows stare. Enchanted into fighting basilisk, for many days of emerald scales we whisk our tunics clean and stumble toward the bear inside the summer, easy women frisking sinuous with urgency and briskly warm of gaze who beckon us from there. Enchanted into fighting basilisk, we gasp, enigmas seeming void of risk go writhing through the moonlight near our lair. Inside the summer, easy women frisk. This luder harem's freer otolisk rewakens hidden yearnings we must share. Enchanted into fighting basilisk, inside the summer easy women frisk. Mm. I have one one more. Uh, there's another another villanelle. It's called to a lady from a riot. Although you knew I'd come to realize that you have looked into oblivion, I never said you ain't got okay eyes. 
you thought you'd heard me try to harmonize behind your song, a thing I'd hardly done, although you knew I'd come to realize. You smiled, I frowned and said, you tantalize my lust with sense of clove and cinnamon. I never said you ain't got okay eyes. I brushed by, sitting near. Please don't disguise your touch as accident, you said in fun, although you knew I'd come to realize. I had to taste the wildness I heard rise inside your laughter, love. I couldn't run. I never said you ain't got okay eyes. I sought to free myself again with lies from what your sensuosity'd begun, although you knew I'd come to realize I, I never said you ain't got okay eyes. Thank you. Thank you, Jack. Um, now, I, I met you at the Sacred Grounds Poetry Reading. Do you go to other poetry readings around the town, around the city, or...? Um, well, sometimes I go to the International Cafe, and uh, um, Bound together. Yeah, doc, and uh, Doctor Hal uh, on his um, his answer show read some of my poems, and uh, oh, nice. occasionally I go to Sacred Grounds, and uh, I I come to Mutiny Radio, my favorite place. Nice. <laughs> That's about it. Well, we'd love it when you come here. Like, I really appreciate your poetry and the stories that you tell in them. Um, and the Dr. Hal show, we got to plug the Dr. Hal show. Kevin, have you ever seen or heard the Dr. Hal show? Oh, it's a trip. So, Doc, Hal, um, I forget his last name. Robbins. Is it Hal Robbins? Yeah, Radio and, Valencia. Yeah, you can tune in. He's got podcasts up on Radio Valencia, and he's got, and but he does live shows, and so he's got kind of a I, I call him an Ed McMahon figure who kind of hosts the first part of the show, and they have all of these they show all these videos and images from space and talk about the latest like really nerdy space science, and then Dr. Hal comes out, and the audience can put questions and maybe a couple bucks in an envelope, and submit it to. Uh, to uh, to the stage, and then you can ask any question you want, you know, whatever real question, absurd question, and Dr. Hal will find a way to uh, elucidate and and create some sort of response to it, and uh, it's a it's a fun it's a fun thing to do if you ever get a chance to see a, a live Dr. Hal show or just tune in to Radio Valencia and do it. But he's an amazing poet too. But he like memorizes stuff. Like he's like got Blake memorized in his like all, all, volumes. All those, all those 18th, 19th century poets. He's almost out there almost every Wednesday night at Sacred Grounds, reciting one. Of them. Occasionally he does read some of his own, and we encourage that. That's always nice. And he's also a member of the Church of the Subgenius. Oh yeah, he is. He is. He's he's got a genius mind going on in there. And he does something at Burning Man every year. He oh, has yeah? the booth at Burning Man. Oh, nice. Go, Doctor Hal. Go, so, Hal. Go, Hal. <laughs> but he's read some of your poems, Jack, uh, during his show. Mm-hmm. I can see why. He's got good taste. He's got a good voice too. A really. Oh, excellent voice. Yeah. Yeah. Almost a voice for theater. Right? It's just kind of very clear. He doesn't um. Anyhow, uh, Richard. Richard Sanderell. You've been part of what we're now not calling the peanut gallery, but the mixed nut gallery throughout the day. Yes, yes. Thanks for being here. Salt peanuts, salt peanuts. Remember the, uh, what was the sister's names? 
Oh, God, Richard. 70s old soul group from Oakland. Women's group. Oh, sisters. They were sisters. No, oh, not Martha and God. the Vandellas. No, That's no. your favorites. No, That's no, from no. A different they, part they, of the these country. were sisters, actual blood sisters. Well, never mind. Oh, well, anyway, uh, yeah, I have some things. Um, one tomorrow is another one of those walks uh, against a suicide. Uh, and the reason I'm bringing it up is because of the 22 vets that kill themselves a day. Well, the Santos family is one of those families. Their, their son um, wound up killing himself. And uh, there's a little bit of uh, lack of clarity as to what happened to him. You know, um, a lot of these vets, especially after Vietnam, uh, twice the amount that died in Vietnam 10 years later had killed themselves. Uh, this time around, it's like 22 a day. Now, the reasons I think it's so high is not only because of the euphemism called PTSD that we used to call shell-shocked. Um, they've um, now turned to uh, psychotropic and, and psychic drugs. Uh, when, a, when a vet comes back, uh, the, the therapist, or the, rather the psycho, uh, the the psychiatrist will ask, are, uh, how are you feeling? If they say they're depressed, out comes the pad. Now, these uh, young men have always been, yeah, yes, sir, no, sir. And it should be, no, no, sir. And they seem to think they have no rights. And if you don't want to take the drugs they're giving you, you have a right to say no. But a lot of these young men are used to saying yes, and they think, well, they're going to help me. Well, no, they're not. Um... A lot of these drugs are the same drugs that you see advertised on TV. If you have thoughts of suicide, you, there's about four or five ambience, I think, is one. I, I don't want to be quoted on it because I'm, you know, I'm, but, you know, the, the ones that you hear about, well, possible thoughts of suicides. Well, if you're getting five of those out of 20 drugs that are being administered to you and you're giving, getting all these different drugs, yes, the suicide rate's going up. But there's money to be made, and we live in an empire that values that amongst among everything, including human life. Well, anyway, so I'm reading this poem, and I realize tomorrow I may not be able to make it. I've hurt my foot, and I'm um, sort of nursing it. I don't want to, because I have neuropathy, uh, and uh, I do want to go, but I think it's time to follow up this poem with another poem. It's been, I think, eight years now since the event, or seven, eight, seven or eight years. Anyway, this was the one I wrote after I initially found out. It's called, They Turned Us Into Cowboys and Indians. As a young man, I wanted to be and believed in Indians. Later, as that same young man, the Empire drafted me and turned me into a cowboy. I became a cowboy for their Christ and their true God money. When I look into the mirror, I see an American killer killing for the empire. We made war against the Indians because they had what all empires want, resources. America's wars have always been about cowboys and Indians. Ask the Indian with the blues who struggles for their own survival testify with strong flavor and color of sadness. Their blood spilled on the soil of Turtle Island is the same as the soils of Vietnam, Cambodia, Laos 
for my generations, and later Afghanistan and Iraq, and all the other wars in between. Bullets to the heart, soul, and brain. Yet our wars with native people go on today. In our current wars, our military still makes cowboys, but in this empire, its citizenry have become the Indian. This empire no longer needs you. Its only strong point is its military, so we became the world's killers. We sat and watched our children being maimed and killed, and some so damaged they killed themselves rather than to live with the things they thought they could or wouldn't do or, or ever would do. I myself thought of it as an escape, but decided never to shut my mouth to the truth of these killings. This, there is a mother who reads her dead son's poems. They tell his truths. It is what's left behind after taking his life from the euphemism PTSD. One sees her pain and the hint of tears that will last her a lifetime as well as his father's and brother's. He is as he identified with native heritage as well as his Filipinos, he tried to find ways to survive, but his pain was too great. He needed to know what we needed him, to be a warrior for the truce he held. Goodbye, sweet warrior. We will not forget. This piece is dedicated to the Santos family and their son, Reuben Chip Santos. Thank you, Richard. Where is the um, walk against suicide taking place? It starts, I think, at 9 o'clock at Mission Creek Park. And the Santos family will have a uh, sign there that they'll have a contingent. So if, if you do go, you feel the need to go, and I do hope people do. Uh, yeah, uh, look for the Santos family and give them a hug. Okay. Because uh, they're never going to forget it. Um, it's the dance, solidarity. It is the dance, an angry dance, repeated in many performances across this sphere, rushing toward its final circle, spinning ever towards, if you can ever determine what towards is. These dancers come with protective equipment. Someone might get hurt, could be riotous. People will bounce, repel off each, each other. It's the empire's gladiators. Blood spills, spurts, baptizes dancers, audiences, watchers cheer on. The riot dance begins, broadcast for your viewing pleasures or appallings. This war and rot tears the empire, destroyed not from without but from within. Meanwhile... Under all this, a new dance forms itself into the minds of a troupe where the new dance plants ideas for dancers to perform. Something a little less violent, spontaneous, yet with structure. Controlled with points of frenzy, yet slower, needs intimacy. Let this new dance, set to music, poetry, stories, stretch across the globe in unity versus the rage which will exhaust itself when they realize their dance is the same bloodbath as the old bloodbath, flooded in blood, while the new dance understands what it brews. Solidarity begins her schooling. The elders and ancestors have her ear. 
She's being schooled well. She still needs the village's protection. The seventh generation is here. The seventh poet laureate of San Francisco sits among us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And um, poor white people, the gringo. Poor white people feel sorry for most. They have a tough. They get the jobs in most cases, and when they don't, it's reverse racism. Poor white people believe people of color steal their jobs, believe this is a white country. Never was, never will be. This is still Indian country. There are native people who believed in your dream, but as soon as light went on in Colombia, it's lit, it went out. Poor white people can't live with anyone other than whites. That's why they call it paradise where I grew up. Only gringos lived there. This is black country on, the, on their blood, then as slaves unable as a group to attain wealth. Now slaves in a prison system gone wild. Sentencing for whites is always less than for the others. You call them the others when they are us. Usans. This is Chinese country who built your railways, did your menial jobs, demonized as devious, dishonest. This country is for all who come and for all you sent to your wars of conquest. This is their country. If you feel egregious abuse is done to you, get in line. Prepare to wait. The line is getting longer, isn't going away. This is for all who come here, as well as the native people who were always here. Not just for you, gringo. Well, and um, I'll end it with this one. Waiting for the Miracle Incarnate. I sit waiting for that miracle incarnate as worlds collide, break apart, meld, melt. I sit sweating in a hundred plus degrees, uh, staying hydrated, waiting for that miracle incarnate to cool, heal as sweat pours from our bodies. I sit waiting, watching birds using feathers to splash water over heated bodies as dogs pants as fast as they can. What it must be like for foxes, coyotes, wolves, and all other flora and fauna. I sit waiting for the miracle incarnate to rescind the primal forces about to be unleashed on flora, fauna, humanity. I sit waiting, but I see no miracle incarnate because the miracle incarnate I'm waiting for is dying before us. Richard Sanderell, always, always tackling the deep, dark matters of importance. Oh, bon appetit yourself. <laughs> You're getting a request. Um, you know, the second to last poem you read um, it made me think of a, a video I saw recently because there was in Washington, D.C., there was this um, pro-Trump rally uh -huh. that was organized. It was supposed to be like the mother of all rallies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and it was rather small, yeah. but Black Lives Matter showed up yeah. and, and were kind of drowning out what was happening. So instead, uh, what they, the organizers of this pro-Trump rally ended up doing was inviting Black Lives Matter up onto the stage and gave them a couple minutes of their time. And it was a pretty, you know, it, it was... It was a very democratic moment. It was um, it was uh, a representative from Black Lives Matter uh, speaking to the commonality as Americans of um, looking at uh, you know the problems of a country and wanting to be able to do something about it, um, oh. trying to understand one another's point of view, yes. and not necessarily you know getting behind it, but but acknowledging that everybody has a right to their opinion and that everybody has a right to try to change the system. And there was a lot of camaraderie that ended up coming from this um, exchange and, and this collaboration. So we've, we, we can see that, you know, even folks who you might think of as some of the more extreme, um, you know, people that we often paint with a, with a wide brush of ignorance um, have, you know, the, the capacity to open up and try to listen to one another and, and give give people who they really don't know uh, a chance to to say their piece and, and find some common ground. Well, there's a black guy, I forgot his name. Um, he's on YouTube. I'm sure you can just put in a, something like Black Man and KKK because uh, he, he'd go to the KKK rallies oh. and, uh, and confront these guys. Uh, he got a lot of crap for it, for doing it. But uh, if I remember correctly, toward the end of the program that I was watching, he actually got together the two radical groups from the black community and the white community who were just a total opposed to each other. And, and when he got them together, they, they only found they only had a couple of issues difference. It's right. So, and, uh, uh, and so yeah, yeah, that just goes to show you that all the bullshit that they've been told about each other is bullshit. Just exactly that. It's nothing but bullshit. You've been believing bullshit all your lives. Stop believing bullshit. Let it go. Cut it loose. It serves no one any good. You can see it's serving us no good. It's tearing us apart. Is that what you want? You want to live in a failed state? Well, this is a failed state. We've got to make it right. But if you've ever lived in a failed state, and I haven't, but I've certainly seen and talked to people who have, hey, baby, this ain't no cakewalk. You think it's bad already? Wait. So you want you want to, you want to, you want to make this thing right? We got to make it right. The empire ain't going to do it on its own. It's everybody in these rooms and everybody in those apartments and it's everybody on those roads driving right now. It's all of us. I don't give a shit what color you are. I don't give a shit what religion you believe in or no religion. You got to cut the shit loose because if you want to survive and see your children survive, and this ain't no joke. The mother is going to spank us, and some of us are going to get hurt in the way, and that's just the way it is. We fucked with the mother too much. Now she's pissed, and you can take a look what's going on. The shock waves from one coast to another coast. It's going to be happening around the world, and we got to do something. If we don't, hey, I say party like it's 1491, and let's just fucking enjoy it, because otherwise... Bye bye. Well, we'll 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 ride out on. There must be joy in the revolution, 
and uh, and these these uh, tides of change. That's why we're looking at the comedians. Where are they? God, <laughs> God, that's what we need. Good comedians. This is a town of poetry, music, and comedians. Where the hell are you? Let's get out. <laughs> thank you, Richard. And and thank those you for your things I've been hearing about. Your... Uh, the young man was talking about more pop up. We got to start showing up on the streets and performing. All of a sudden, these people stop by and maybe want to listen. What's this about? Yeah. You know, these are just some ideas. I know EK's got a million of them out there. <laughs> and I know the Poet Laureate does too. And uh, so let's all start getting together and talking. You know, we can do this, actually. You know, we actually can do this. There's a song from that great musical, uh, The Marat Saad. Uh, what's the use of a revolution without general fornication? <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'm going to have to find that one. I'm going to have to look that one up. Um, yes. Can uh, you turn into a librarian, too? Uh, <laughs> no, it, it's, it's a musical. The yeah. persecution and assassination I, of Jean-Paul Marat yeah. as portrayed by the inmates of the Clarendon Asylum under the direction of the Marquis de Sade. It's called The Marat Saad. Probably the longest title of a play it's, ever. It's a musical. Really great. Yeah, it is. Actually, it is. It's 60s, fine. back yeah, from the it 60s. Is. I highly recommend it. Well, I'll tell you what. We should play some music from our friends at Royal Kent. Um, oh, Royal! Yeah, Royal Kent. Talk about talk about a cool, joyful... A yeah, he has. He has been. Uh, a cool poetry cat with a social justice mindset. And Copus is his band. And they're going to be its Peace in the Park tomorrow. Uh, if I can reference quick, quickly reference my handy-dandy schedule. Um, they'll be playing on the main stage. That's the band shell in the music concourse, Golden Gate Park, tomorrow at 3.20. It's all in, it's, this is all in like 24 hour military time on my schedule. And I always have to do the calculations. I'm like 1520. That's three o'clock to you and me. Um, so Copus and they're going to be playing. Um, they're, they're kind, kind enough to come up and set up with their band for one very important song, the single that they have. And they brought in the, that Royal Kent brought in a couple weeks ago called we all bleed red. Everybody needs shelter, everyone must seek Liberal, conservative, independent, immigrant, or refugee While we're steady for justice, ready for peace Steady for justice, ready for peace It's all been said without being oblique 
laws of the universe are nice and neat To lift those up from the bottom of the heap Takes more than 140 characters of a tweet Or policies that prey upon the poor and the weak This is not fake news, only real I speak Saying we're steady for justice, ready for peace Ready for peace Every word you say is being critiqued Nominated, inaugurated, you've given a speech Women around the world take to the street Many people are saying resign or impeach Lady Justice sits high and firmly in her seat At the end of the day, still I beseech Get up, stand up, stand up on your feet Electoral victory, popular defeat Campaign promises are obsolete Better stand up for justice and world peace Ready for peace How many children are there left to teach To lend to their God-given mystique Those with eyes to see is who I'm trying to reach Those with ears to hear, let me repeat We all bleed red, but we're all unique White, black, brown, red, yellow, purple, or peach We're all steady for justice Ready for peace Everybody needs shelter, everyone must seek Liberal, conservative, independent, immigrant, or refugee While we're steady for justice, ready for peace Steady for justice, ready for peace It's all been said without being oblique 
laws of the universe are nice and neat To lift those up from the bottom of the heap Takes more than 140 characters of a tweet Or policies that prey upon the poor and the weak This is not fake news, only real life speak Saying we're steady for justice, ready for peace Ready for peace Every word you say is being critiqued Nominated, inaugurated, you've given a speech Women around the world take to the street Many people are saying resign or impeach Lady Justice sits high and firmly in her seat At the end of the day, still I beseech Get up, stand up, stand up on your feet Electoral victory, popular defeat Campaign promises are obsolete Better stand up for justice and world peace Ready for peace How many children are there left to teach To lend to their God-given mystique Those with eyes to see is who I'm trying to reach Those with ears to hear, let me repeat We all bleed red, but we're all unique White, black, brown, red, yellow, purple, or peach We're all steady for justice Ready for peace Everybody needs shelter, everyone must seek Liberal, conservative, independent, immigrant, or refugee While we're steady for justice, ready for peace Steady for justice, ready for peace It's all been said without being oblique 
The laws of the universe are nice and neat To lift those up from the bottom of the heap Takes more than 140 characters of a tweet Or policies that prey upon the poor and the weak This is not fake news, only real life speak Saying we're steady for justice, ready for peace Ready for peace Every word you say is being critiqued Nominated, inaugurated, you've given a speech Women around the world take to the street Many people are saying resign or impeach Lady Justice sits high and firmly in her seat At the end of the day, still I beseech Get up, stand up, stand up on your feet Electoral victory, popular defeat Campaign promises are obsolete Better stand up for justice and world peace Ready for peace How many children are there left to teach To lend to their God-given mystique Those with eyes to see is who I'm trying to reach Those with ears to hear, let me repeat We all bleed red, but we're all unique White, black, brown, red, yellow, purple, or peach We're all steady for justice That's right Steady for justice That's Copus Royal Kent Band, Copus. They will be at Peace in the Park tomorrow, playing on the main stage at the band show at 3.20. It's really nice of them to come to do one song. And here we've got some poetry from E.K. Keith with some musical accompaniment from Blood Flower on Mandolin. Thanks, Val. It's the critical nature of everything that has lost me my ability to tune out the background noise of politics as it's always been before. Why is it so easy for so few to disregard what so many of us stand for? It's impossible to calculate actions and reactions that rip away equality This is a time of imbalanced power. This is white male privilege in decline. Soon there will be more of us than you, and you'll see an equal and opposite reaction. All right, thanks, Steve. (laughs) Sure, Floodflower, thanks for that. That was cool. What instrument was that? Mandolin. That was a mandolin. Mandolins are cool. I was hoping there was going to be more of that collaboration. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. Have to be a witness witness to the art. Oh, 
What? Maybe there will be more later. Oh, that's, that's the teaser. <laughs> but either way, your poetry rocks, EK. Thanks, dude. You know, I it's funny because um, you know how I'm celebrating my seven years of 30 poems in 30 days in April? Yeah. Yeah, my celebration is that I'm writing 30 poems in 30 days in every month with exactly 30 days. Oh, right. The 30 days so, have September, April, yeah, June, and November. Exactly. So you've been working on a poem a day in this month here, yeah, September? Totally, I have. Um, I even I already even wrote my one from today. But uh, yeah, so I usually don't read out of the notebook, but this is like me being in the moment. Nice. Yeah, straight out of the notebook. So... What's up with you? Oh, you written are, are you going to read lately? another one? <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> have I written turns. any poems lately? No, <laughs> have I written any poems lately? I'm sure I have. I bet I you have. I don't know where they are, just though. just forgotten. I don't, I, it's true. I come back and I'm like, oh, yeah, forgot I wrote that. When was that? Oh, it was only like three days ago. Holy shit. Um, mm, <laughs> oh, I don't know. Oh, here's a good one. This is probably, it's short. My stripes come out at night. Eyes brighter, steps lighter, and tendrils bounce and twirl further. I am enlivened and heightened, sharp and aware, but sometimes I need to wind down and rest. Daily would be best. Agreed. Yeah. Trying to take care of myself. I got a big day tomorrow. Uh, yes. Peace in the park. Yes, you do. Take take some water bottles, Val. It's going to be warm. Oh yeah, and we actually there'll be um, there'll be water on site too. Oh, that's good to know. That's so pretty cool. So bring a water bottle, and um, you can refill. Super cool. Who's yeah, doing that? Be, that's um, really nice. It's just part of the festival. I mean, the okay. So I'll tell you who some of the partners are for this. Is um, the Brahma Kumaris World Spiritual Organization. Uh, the Peaceful World Foundation, which was founded by Sammy Sunchild, who had the Red Victorian and hosted uh, World Conversations um, uh, uh, for many years, the Red Victorian. Uh, Soul, the Summer of Unconditional Love, is one of the partners. The Baha'i Faith in San Francisco. Vegan Outreach. Vegan uh, Outreach? I want some vegans to reach out to me, especially if they have like really delicious vegan food that they're just going to let people eat. That would be nice. I don't know what their presence is going to be. Um, or, I mean, I would also probably buy some vegan food from them also because <laughs> there's never any vegan food at festivals. So well, this, that itself, even, you know, for San Francisco fair prices, I would probably still pay just to like be like, yes, please come back here always. That's a good call. Well, all of the food vendors that are coming are vegetarian. Oh, well, that's so, cool. So there's got to be some vegan so be fair some, in there. Maybe you could leave the cheese on the side. <laughs> Oh, yeah? You, you, why don't oh, you come in awesome. and join us here? Um, yeah, and um, who else? Code Pink is coming. They're, they're one of the cool. partners. They're going to have a big photo booth out there. Um, Earth Dance, which is an international uh, pause for the par a prayer for peace. Um, that's happening at, I think, four, like around 5 o'clock, if I'm... Oh, no, no, military time. <laughs> 5 o'clock. We're having the Earth Day and it's Prayer for Peace, which happens around the world. 
So hey, trying to trying to bump up the energy. Like, uh, where do I go, and what time is the dance going to be? So well, it's a prayer for peace. It's the Earth Dance yeah, but organization. Yeah, I can dance with the prayer. Right? But you don't have to dance. Why not? Earth Dance can is the I organization. Dance? You, you can if you'd like. Are people allowed to join in? There, there's like, no I rules think for that. Dancing for world peace is a great <laughs> idea, and we should all just do that. Um, yeah, there will there will be lots of lots like, of dancing. It, it, I don't think it should be a spectator sport. I think everybody should just dance for peace. That's a good call. We yeah, could, like we could just do follow a... along. It sounds like a line dance. You don't watch line dances. You join in. That's why <laughs> we have those. <laughs> That's right. That's true. <laughs> Get into it. Um, yeah, I mean it's a big hippie thing. Like. Do the dances, everybody. Come on. That's yeah. the fun part. There definitely will be dancing in the park tomorrow. I love it. I'm definitely going to be one of the dancers for Woo-hoo. sure. Good And stuff. I want to invite everyone to come and dance because that's fun. There must be joy in the revolution, yeah. as we say. And in the praying, for goodness sake. Mm-hmm. Happiness is the truth. Happiness is the truth. Why don't you tip that mic up a little bit towards you and uh, introduce yourself well, hello. Uh, this is uh, the second time I've stopped by here just randomly and been invited to speak. My name is Peter Cherneff, and uh, I'm a gardener, uh, a cactus guy. My nickname's Cactus Pete, often bitter, sometimes sweet, the most underrated food source on land. I've done living cactus fences because they're firewalls, erosion controls, food source, flower source, fruit source, medicinal, nutritional, frost-resistant, drought-resistant. And you can do more with a cactus leaf than you can a potato, including putting it into a beautiful gazpacho with heirloom tomato. And uh, you were talking about veganism, and I handed these out on Thursday in Berkeley. The next day, the students all walked out at at the high school, and then on Monday, another high school walked out in in Marin County. And this is about the great freedom uh, strike. And uh, one of the things that I mentioned to my Hispanic friends is that a lot of them don't know that Cesar Chavez and Dolores Huerta and their whole organizing crew back in the great boycott days were all vegans. And uh, and then surprisingly, we find out that Coretta Scott King and Dexter Scott King were vegans. And I had the pleasure of meeting Malcolm Shabazz eight months before they murdered him in Mexico, uh, who was a very powerful spiritual young man at the age of 28. And he had visited all the kings around the world and had been through the refiner's fire. And he um, was gaining traction on his program of uniting black and brown labor, which certain politicians in California could not abide by. So he was terminated. And so um, what I've done is uh, I share this information, including what the, the spirit destiny is, uh, which is kind of like a like a Catholic folk folklore almost, and it re- refers to the Hispanics and the power of the Hispanics. In and if you've ever seen the movie Constantine, you see that uh, it's about the spirit of destiny. And so the the the, the migrants hold this. Uh, theoretically or spiritually and uh, and it's also like the sword they say when you lay down the sword we'll have peace and so um, you know even though the migrants do a lot of the farm work but they also do a lot of the slaughterhouse work and a lot of them do not know yeah. that that all these powerful people including Gandhi and Jesus were all vegetarianos and uh, that the only thing that the system can't handle is for us to shut down the two things that are subsidized big time in this country the oil industry and the 
animal flesh industry because beef and pork would be about $350 a pound if it were not subsidized. And so we have the power to uh, know that we're the most powerful state in the world, which makes our students the most powerful students in the world. And since we know that women are smarter than men, which is wisdom far deeper than Zen, then the women students are the dominant force in the world in, in California colleges and universities and high schools. So they need to take the lead in shutting down all this greed. And uh, uh, I've shared the prophecy of the 40-day shutdown of the system by those who arise as a true, uh, true loving uh, uh, um, piston and shut down the financial game and the 40-day strike that shuts down the West Coast until DC and Wall Street is nothing but toast and we release Leonard Peltier who represents the 500 year indigenous, indigenous, all indigenous people resistance worldwide. And so I wanted to drop this off for you and maybe you could comment on it some more if you wished. I don't want to take up too much time. You've been very kind to invite me in. But I have information here on the DACA Dreamers. It's turned into a nightmare, so learn, discern, or burn. And that I suggest it's entirely possible that both sides of the political arena are lying to us all in order to further enslave us in a more deeper way. And that the, the prophecy of the 40-day shutdown, which we can do, um, will walk us into the promised land seen by Martin Luther King, spoken of a long time ago by the King of Kings. And it seems that for anybody listening, ask yourself if this is true. For the last 45, 50 years, haven't we somehow been taught to disregard the lessons of Gandhi, King, and Chavez? Didn't they attain their stated goals by a lengthy action? And how is it that we've been reduced down to half a day little events, which, you know, they don't really attain anything except for making a little bit of noise, like a demonstration is when we were little kids and we drew a picture and mom gave us a cookie and put the thing on, put the picture on the refrigerator wall. That's not what we're looking for. We're looking for freedom, justice, and peace, which we've never seen in this country. In fact, perhaps the world hasn't seen in a very long time, if ever. And we have the power to make this happen right now with the general strike of schools and labor. You know, the teachers can't do, they can't lead. The teachers can't lead this sort of thing because they'll be arrested and fired. And there was even one teacher in Sonoma County, maybe eight years ago, who gave their class an assignment. His name was Professor Michael Ballou, B-A-L-L-O-U. And three days after he gave his assignment out to the class about a fear of government, the Secret Service showed up at the school. And three months later, he was dead. And so um, the, 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 the bottom line of why I'm sharing this is because people like Malcolm Shabazz, who was a tremendously spiritual young man, um, I feel more so than his grandfather and Martin Luther King put together. And I find it curious how he's not talked about very much. And, uh, and I felt that he was a very spiritually strong young man and that the bottom line is it's not time for one or two individuals to stand up, but we must all stand up, all the students led by the women students to uh, rise up and, and, and just simply walk out because in the high schools, what do they represent more than $85 a day to the system? And then the college tuitions are so far out of line and we find out that most of that's going into underground military budgets that aren't helping any of us. And so I, uh, uh, um, if I got a, one more minute or so, I'll share with the fact that, you know, um, even, the, even the Pope was telling uh, Trump that uh, he needs to be nicer in regards to DACA, and, and he called Pope's uh, Trump some names. But, <clears throat> you know, 
this this pope he doesn't want certain people to see certain things about his own background the fact that he's forgiven all the current and future pedophiles and the priests that are out there and there's a lot of good catholic people but we have to stand up and make our voices really heard not just just not, not in our minds but for real and that is what a general strike or a boycott does and like I said, those listening, isn't it true that we've disregarded these lessons? When's the last time we had such an effort? Was it in the 70s with uh, UC Berkeley walking out? And also I'll share with you that, <clears throat> that maybe they bring in a lot of these Hispanic lawyers to make things sound good, like uh, pro tem uh, Kevin DeLeon, who turns out he's a descendant of Ponce DeLeon, the conquistadors. And the conquistadors, what did they do? But they conquered indigenous people and terminated their shamans, took their gold, murdered a lot of them, and put the rest of them in slave ship. That's why we, all of us, together, looking each other in the eye with, a, with all our heart and love, stand up and say, that's it. No mas trabajo, no mas de schools. No longer will we be the system's fools and open these doors to the promised land. Now, I'm not religious, but I also believe Israel is the promised land, but it's not a speck of dust across the sea. It's also known as Ariel, which means the world, and America represents the world, and Northern California is, pardon my French, this shit. We are the heart and center and soul of the promised land to be that must be opened up by the prophetic 40-day shutdown of all this corruption and so I think that I've covered most of what I'd like to do there's other things here that you may look and, and you may comment on and uh, I want to thank you for blessing me with a few moments of your time and uh, let's 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 wake up let's look in the mirror and slap ourselves in the face once or twice pour some cold water on yourself and say look why aren't we doing anything Gandhi King and Chavez they all one, at least to a reasonable degree. And that's why they took out King and Chavez, because I'm sorry, King and Gandhi, because they did so well in leading these people. And there's no one doing that because of why? Is it a lot of mind control programs that have come into our, into our midst over the last 40 years from Nazi Germany? If any of us were to look up any major university, followed by MK Ultra and be surprised to find out that all the schools have participated with this for the last 45, 50 years. And this is directly from Project Paperclip, the, the Nazi program where they brought over 1,500, 2,000 Nazis, some very famous ones that were never named. And so we are the power. We are the ones that can make this change. And, and, and radio like this is very rare because most of the uh, uh, places uh, in media are controlled by the banks and the lawyers. And, and I'm not a fan of the bar or the lawyers, even though 5% try to do their very best. But most of them, I think, just get involved in routining everybody. And that's why we have to not be trustworthy to anybody else but ourselves and our immediate friends and our schoolmates and our workmates and say, you know what? We're the ones that are actually funding our own demise by our continuing working in this system. So load up on some water, load up on some food, and get ready for the big shutdown because it's been called. It's already happening. This flyer I'm going to give you, the students all walked out at uh, Berkeley High School the very next day. And on Monday, another high school did in um, Marin County. So, so if um, people want to get more information about all of, all of this information, you've got this this uh, pamphlet here that I know you can leave a few here on the top of the piano mutiny radio but where where can people connect if they want to know more about what you're what you're uh, 
suggesting? Well, uh, I would think uh, get, get yourself a pencil and I'll give you two sites that you can look something up. One of them is a um, uh, uh, radio uh, uh, replay and you would look up www.tindeck.com backslash listen backslash Y-X-A-L-U. And the other one to look up and my investigator uh, that I note in, on my pamphlet is Monique Lassan, and she was twice chosen governor over all investigators in California. Her specialty is human trafficking. And for uh, her and the rest of the interviews, you might look up um, Matrix of Perception blog, uh, Revolution Radio, Matrix of Perception blog, and that's Monique Lassan, private investigator. So... Um, Again, thank you uh, kindly for being so nice and letting me uh, share some thoughts. And I hope that uh, we will all be empowered by our own common sense with what I've shared and the fact that we have. We need to go ahead and embrace what Gandhi, King, and Chavez did and stop goofing around and listening to the news and the politicians because they're not here to help us. They're here to maintain the... uh, the foolery of, of uh, looking here, looking there, and everywhere except in our hearts with our own power and strength. That's right. They want to say, pay no attention to the man behind the curtain, uh, but the man behind the curtain is you, and uh, you can pull the strings if you want to in all these different ways. Thanks again. What, what was your name again? What, Jack? Cat- I want to say Cactus, Cactus Jack. Cactus Pete, often bitter, sometimes sweet. Cactus Up my sleeve, Pete. I got more than one trick, and the bad guys I write about call me a prick. To my friends in the military, the veterans, and law enforcement i go by commander alexander but uh, most people know me as as peter king of masterpiece theater and that's why i tell you the women need to arise free of all compromise take off your disguise it's time for you to be the leader it's time for you to take charge i'll finish by saying goddess goddess be arisen it's time to bust the chains of this old prison right on cactus pete that makes me think of diamond dave who likes to say goddesses galore sisters glorious Thank you very much, Pete. Uh, cool. That was well well received by our, by by the folks here hanging out at Mutiny Radio. Well, you know, like I said, you never know what's going to happen on the Common Thread Collective. We have an open forum, and uh, and uh, but we still also have E.K. Keith here, and we have Joan Rivard here, and we have about twenty more minutes of the show. Cool. So um, yeah, hey, that, that mm-hmm. I might have accidentally just touched this keyboard. I think that's fine. Okay. Uh, it is just don't move that thing around or else it'll be a terrible sound i turned it off while it was being moved uh this is the 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 state of our equipment here mutiny radio if you want to donate to mutiny radio so we can keep our (laughs) upgrade our equipments um you can check on the website and hit donate now um we appreciate it because we are a community station and uh we are not sponsored by, as he was re- referencing, any sort of corporations or, um, you know, dark money. Um, the, the only money is the money in the dark that we can't find a lot of the time. So if you want to donate, um, please do. Otherwise, don't worry about it. and Enjoy the show. But uh, Joan, thanks for joining us again. Joan Rivard, peacedrums.org. Org. Yes. And uh, I'm really happy to be here. It's so exciting to be with you people and be in this amazing place. And I guess I'm going to read this piece, which is again about my friends on Hate Street, the the homeless youth uh, that that live there in the park. 
<clears throat> making friends on Haight Street. I find it hard to just walk down Haight Street if I'm in a hurry because there are just too many things to see and people to meet. The beautiful buildings and exotic shops, the art murals covering so many of the walls are enough to slow you down. But more than anything, it's the people who are irresistible, many of them unusually friendly because of what this place represents. The house free are always willing to start a conversation, whether you give them any money or not. Without being plugged into electronics, meaning people is their entertainment. The benches in front of the Hate Gro Street Grocery are a good place to sit, where tourists and the house free can interact in a meeting of worlds. There's often a knot of people blocking the sidewalk there, and two or three leashed road dogs lying down in the planters next to the benches, where well-groomed paying customers sit next to untamed wild nomads and enjoy conversations. The nice thing about the organic grocery store is that it lets people sit there without buying anything. I sat down in the sun and watched a conservative-looking conservative man having a good time giving away chocolate to the nomadic young people. His hat had a rainbow on it, and he seemed so excited about the encounter. You could tell he was going to tell the folks back home about it. I met the group blocking the sidewalk a girl and two guys going to Pennsylvania with two bikes and five dogs. The boy had a small dog riding on his shoulders and another slung into his shirt. Two leashed big brown dogs rested in the planter and a smaller dog, the mother of the two little dogs, littlest dogs. We had a rousing discussion about religion and politics, which is permitted on the hate, unlike at family gatherings. <laughs> We all agreed with everything each other said. We exchanged poetry. <laughs> then they left to go to Pennsylvania, and I continued up the street until I stood in front of the amazing tie-dye emporium on hate and Masonic. All around are unique buildings and decorations, but this one stands out with its big rounded pillars painted in rainbow colors. The store sells nothing but tie-dye. Walking into it is an experience, surrounded by the brightest colors and designs imaginable and stuff hanging from the ceiling. I met a smiling, white-haired woman in the back who said Jesus was a feminist and told me about an epiphany she had about a synchronized time in life. I bought a blue tie-dyed top hat for a princely sum. But I'm not rich, you guys. I, just, I would just spend a whole bunch, you know, for the month. You get one item, but I've got what I need now. I'm, I'm done. Okay, I hope. <laughs> Actually, that's not true. <laughs> okay, never mind. Out on the street, <laughs> there was a young man wheeling an old man in a wheelchair near the bus stop next to Whole Foods. He had a beautiful Christ-like look on his face, framed by medium-length, thin, dark blonde hair. He was very thin. They were not related, but the younger man was taking care of him tenderly. It was easy to start a conversation, as soon, and soon I was reading something I wrote to them, and the old man was pulling out of his backpack something he wrote that he wanted to read to me. Then he timidly asked if I could help them with, get something to eat. I could tell they really needed it and gave them $5, hoping it would buy them something at McDonald's. At McDonald's, I met a girl who has nine alien tattoos. A guy walked in, immediately started talking about God, energy, and aliens. 
He knew a lot. He said laughing, he said laughing that he likes his independence and would tell a girl, I may not be Mr. Right, but I'm Mr. Right now. <laughs> then, then I met two girls, one with dreadlocks and one with turquoise hair. We read poems and had a good talk about hate street magic. You could see they were homeless, but like so many others, they said they were happy. Then I joined a group of youth sitting on the curb of the planter next to Whole Foods. We discussed life and shared poems, shouting to overcome the noise of traffic going by. Awesome. So that's that, that, that one. I love your Hate Street Chronicles, Joan Rivard. Oh, I have more. I have about four that I'm not sure if I read here or not. I have a question mark. And I'll probably go back. I might accidentally read another one a second time, but... Well, I'm going to look at the show. Speaking of, of peace drums, though, because you have some of it printed out, right? And you've, you've, I you've, give you've, out thousands. I've, everybody's got one. So um, Diamond Dave, who's not here today, he's oh. re recuperating, but he's getting better. And uh, the last person who I was talking to who had visited him said that he was reading and he was reading some book called Peace Drums? He was reading. I went and visited <laughs> him, and he had asked for a copy of my nice. first free Peace Drum book, which is about Alaska, hippies in Alaska in the 70s, living in cabins in the woods near the university. And uh, he wanted to look at it, and so I brought him this old messed-up copy with lots of corrections all over it because he wanted it. And, and I, I went to see him. He's, he's doing better um, he had pneumonia. The mo pneumonia's get, gotten a lot better, and uh, now they just want to make sure he can take care of himself if he goes home. And um, you know, he did. He I brought him a box of chocolates, and <laughs> nice. He, he seems he seems a lot better. He his pneumonia's better. Good. Yeah, he's on on the mend, on the mend, Die. on the mend. Amen. On the mend. Can I read another one? Sure, yeah. Okay. We'll this one is, a, is, is the same thing. It's in the same book about the same people, but uh, it's, it's, got a, it's more about, uh, you know, religions. It's called Leftovers. Many people are so careful about their physical diet, but what about their spiritual diet? They shouldn't have to settle for old, leftover, genetically modified God. <laughs> <laughs> Most religions are not properly labeled. <laughs> the scriptures do not disclose the true origins of the ingredients and those who prepared them. There are no disclaimers warning people of cases where repeated use has been known to cause side effects like violence and injustice. What if those who cooked up the harsh precepts that rule over us didn't wash their hands of their ego and lust for power? What if those who prepared the main course we need boiled the life out of it and added unpalatable foreign matter maybe we need better regulations to certify a scripture as infallible so that consumers of religious doctrine don't inadvertently find themselves excommunicating or annihilating others potential side effects of a bad batch of religion can include extreme guilt for victimless acts, torture, and the confiscation of property of those who believe differently. An just to name a few, an over-reliance on prophecy can lead to dangerously relaxed attitudes about the destruction of the earth and the loss of liberty. Out at the park, there are generous helpings of God wherever you look. 
Amid the forests and the hobo camps, there are laid out lavish tables filled with only the most spiritually nutritious items that religions may have concocted with its recipes. Many selections are arranged there for those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, some exotic and diverse, but by far the most delicious dish, the one for which demand requires a heaping platterful at every table, is what Jesus taught about universal brotherly love. That's the one that sticks to your ribs and feels good on a cold morning. And God knows these people need that. You know, they live outside. When it's not adulterated by ingredients added by others, which it often, almost always is, this dish can have tremendous healing power, not only for individuals, but for nations and planets. Doing unto others as you would have them do unto you turns out to be not only a civilized policy, but something vital for the survival of worlds and civilizations. This is the treasure that's in Golden Gate Park and on the hate, in the bright clothing and in the peace drums, in the smiles and hugs of the house free. It's here, fresh and clean, without harsh poisonous chemicals like the doctrine of the fall of man and that all are born in sin, which Jesus didn't teach. You won't break your teeth on the Inquisition, excommunication, or that slaves should obey their masters in all things. There's no big sign with his name on it, and many are not even aware that this is what they're eating. It just has a little sign that says, The Golden Rule. There are no crucifixes and no place to leave money or sign your name. The hippies in the park and on the hate consume eagerly what Jesus taught about love and peace and forgiveness. They digest easily the things he said about cooperating with others and caring about what happens to them. I'm not saying they do this because he said it. They're doing it because it's common sense. They genuinely don't want the bizarre concoctions of some religions that make people think they're better than other people, no matter how much sugar and salt have been added. They like their God organic, straight from the source, outdoor grown with no additives. Nice. <laughs> Thank you, Joan. I liked your line about GMO, GMO God. Uh, <laughs> That was really cool. Um, I'm glad you came in today, and uh, we certainly want to encourage people to read more of what Joan's been working on. Go check out peacedrums.org. And we just have a, a few more minutes here, and I see Jorge Molina has has arrived. Look at him with his bike helmet, like just like trekked over here. Um, and Jorge is going to be opening... That doing an opening ceremony for Peace in the Park tomorrow at the Band Shell in Golden Gate Park, and we're really Super. happy about that. Yeah, if you'd like to get up there, um, the silver microphone is probably the best one. They, we were having some issues with the other two. Um, let me make sure that's going on. Yeah, that one will work too. The orange one and the silver one are good. Hello world out there. Hello community in here. I just spent 30 short minutes with my brother David Whitaker. Diamond Dave, as we all know him. And uh, it's, um, it's a moment of reality when 
you see somebody like him, who I've known for a very, very long time, all of a sudden, I see the spirit there in full strength while the body is starting to abandon life. And we realize that we are all going through that cycle in life at one point. And transition is something that is unavoidable because that's a way of Mother Nature keeping us humble. You know, he tell us when to go. She tell us when to go. So, I'm honored that I will be opening tomorrow, but I am missing my brother. And I would like to offer a prayer for him right now. Because in the moment of transition, this when the spirit is the clearest. Even though he was between this world and the other world, there was a moment of lucidity <laughs> in the in, 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 inimitable way that Diamond Dave has of expressing thoughts. He said, Jorge, the radio. And I said, yes, I will be going there. And tomorrow, the park. And I said, yes, David, I'm going to be going there tomorrow too. Thank you, brother. Now I want to sleep. So I said, I love you, David. And I'll come and visit you again. And he said, please do. Because I live right across the street from St. Luke's Hospital. And I was misinformed. I, so, um, one of our friends told me that he was going to be moved. But he's still there in room 937. And, <clears throat> and very much Diamond Dave. Even though, like I said, he's weak right now. And, and there's pain, of course. But our thoughts go to him. And, you know, and... <coughs> From the diggers to food not bombs to all the beautiful things that my brother and the rainbow gatherings and all those things that he has made part of the history. And uh, he is part of history. He's an important part of our history as a community. So this is for Diamond Dave. And uh, whatever a creator decides, it's all in the hands of time. Because time always has the last word on the matter. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Shamushtange Aya Ojire Pombojira Shamushtange Aya Ojire Pombojira Shamushtange Aya Ojire Pombojira Shamushtange Aya Ojire Todos vuelven a la tierra en que nacieron todos vuelven a la tierra que nacieron. Todos vuelven por la ruta del recuerdo. Pero el tiempo del amor no vuelve más. El aire que trae en su mano. La flor del pasado, su aroma de ayer. No dice muy quedo al oído su canto aprendido del atardecer. No dicen con voz misteriosa de nardo y de rosa, de luna y de miel. Que santo es el amor de la tierra, que triste la ausencia que dejó el ayer, que dejó el ayer. Yesterday's gone, today will live. Yesterday's gone, today we live. Yeah, 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 Thank you, and don't forget, keep, keep your prayers going towards our brother David Whitaker, Simon Dave. We send love. And like I said, in life, as it's in death, time has the last word on the matter. Thank you very much. Yahoo. Jorge Molina, thank you so much for bringing that, bringing your prayer and your presence to the Common Thread Collective today and uh, bringing, bringing a little bit of that Diamond Dave stardust along with you to the show today and bringing him into the room. Well, folks, that... Peace to you all, love to you all, enjoying this day as it comes every day for as long as it comes. And uh, you are listening to the Common Thread Collective here, MutinyRadio.fm, San Francisco. Thank you so much for, to everybody for being a part of the Common Thread Collective, where we cast that wide net, find the common thread, let life flourish, and we don't panic. We just keep it what? Organic. That's right. 
All right. Diamond Dave is with us in that. Um, so lots of love all around. And uh, we'll see you out in Golden Gate Park tomorrow. So I'll leave you with a little music from Sunshine Becker, Mark Karen, and Robin Sylvester of the All-Star Family Band, who will be playing at 420 tomorrow on the band shell. Peace and many thanks. So much gratitude for this space and Mutiny Radio and for this community.
I got room to grow. My life was waiting. It's time I took it back. Cannabis-based medicinal extracts. Cannabis-based medicinal extracts? That sounds like you're smoking drugs, Ed. No, baby! There are smokeless, safe, and less expensive alternative to smoking. But can I use it to sleep? Yes, baby! Good! Because I'm so excited by this that I may never sleep again! And it sounds like you, Alex, may want to check out the number 4AltaCalifornia.com. That's 4AltaCalifornia.com for a non-addictive pharmaceutical free alternative to smoking medical marijuana. Check them out today at number 4Alta. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk, MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... Uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch If you're 
looking for a personal injury lawyer in San Francisco, look no further than Francis J. Shaheda. Mr. Shaheda did an amazing job with my case. First, he informed the courts about my case that had not been scheduled or submitted yet, despite the language on the citation. I was so confused and afraid of the legal system, but he did it all for me. He communicated promptly via email with any of my questions. I was afraid of an enormous fine for a small infraction, as well as a criminal offense on my record, but he spoke to the DA to have my case removed from criminal court and put into the community court system. I am so overwhelmingly happy with the results he generated and would recommend him to anyone with legal issues. This is a personal first-person narrative because Francis J. Shaheda helped me personally, helped Mutiny Radio go to him for personal injury issues. You can email him at www.personalinjuryattorneyfjs.com. Again, the law office of Francis J. Shaheda in San Francisco. awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than mutinyradio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsidai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event. Now. Trying to hurt me, but boy, how it burns me whenever she touched me. And oh, I feel so lucky. October 6th, come join us at Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse for Johan Miranda. Headlining 50 minutes. Opening sets by Amy Bebo, Clay Newman, and Pam Benjamin. Don't miss this incredible headliner for only $10. Friday, October 6th at 8 p.m. Buy your tickets now on Eventbrite. Check us out on Facebook. Like all those comics, and please come support.